Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Basic Witch. As always, I'm Cassie. How's it going? Are we doing okay? We we having a good time? Things just going? <laughs> Whew, I wish I knew, honestly. Uh, it's been a very odd week, um, which seems to be the theme here lately. Continuing on. Um, yeah. It's like it's been a full moon for, I don't know, about three weeks now, for some reason. You know how everybody acts real fucked up when there's a full moon, like, everything just goes kind of crazy. Not really bad, not really good, or, you know, or really good, or anything, it's just weird. It's just been weird. That's the only words I have, it's just fucking weird. I don't know, maybe it's just me, but there's something going on in the world, and it's just odd, and I don't, I don't it's it's so fucked up it's like since 2020 we've been writing a new um sentence for the song we didn't start the fire by billy joel if you've never heard it you know what i'm talking about go look it up but it's like we're writing the 2000s version of it the 21st century version of it and since 2020 like every week we've written a new uh a new line for it and I like that stop. Um, I like it to stop. But on the plus side, we didn't shoot any down any didn't shoot down any UFOs this week. So, yay! Um, we're 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 doing better, I guess. <laughs> now instead of UFOs, it's train derailments with chemical spills, and my heart is just hurting for anyone in those areas. Please know that we are all um, thinking of you and incredibly worried and. Um, very hopeful that there can be a solution for cleanup and safety very, very soon. Um, it's crazy. Uh, I, I don't even know. Um, yeah, I feel really bad for you guys and I'm really, really sorry. But it's getting more and more fucked up every day, guys. More and more fucked up shit's happening. So it's like, I don't it's just so crazy. Yeah, um, yeah, so speaking of crazy, last episode, um, when I talked about New Age versus, um, witchcraft and all the new, or the different things and comparisons and differences, I don't know what the fuck happened during the episode, but I truly felt like a different person. I feel like I was not in my body. I feel like somebody else had kind of taken over. And spoke, and then when it was done, I don't know, I just fell off, so I wrapped up everything quickly, got it posted, and then just slept and had a lot of weird, fucked up dreams that I can't really explain, and I'm still trying to process those, so, yeah, if it sounded off to you guys, it was off, um, I don't even know how to explain any of it, so, once I figure out what the fuck was going on, I will let you all know. But it could be a while because I have no idea what the fuck happened. But it was weird and crazy. So, in other news, I have been really excited about Hippie Fest. Uh, I didn't get to go last year. I saw advertised and it was too late. And this year I got really excited because it's going to be in my area and I saw it early. 
so for months now, I've been super pumped. Actually, since last year when they were starting to plan out for this year. I realized that in September, it's going to be in my area. Well, about an hour and a half drive away. Not bad at all. So we're really excited. I've been talking about it. And a post came up today and I shared it. And then I got a message from a friend. And it turns out, this hippie fest that I've been so excited about wanted to go to is basically an undercover Jesus revival type thing. And I'm so heartbroken because, like, what the fuck? Don't pretend to be something you're not. Just be who you are, and then if people come, they come. But if they don't, they don't. Don't trick them. She only knows because she had signed up to be a vendor there, which they charge an ungodly amount of money to be a vendor at this thing. And they sent her a questionnaire for all the different things, asking tons and tons of questions, and that's when she realized what they really were. So... She didn't end up doing it, so I'm I'm just super bummed because I thought it could have been a really cool thing, and maybe I should just come up with my own hippie witch festival or something. I don't fucking know, but I was bummed. Super, super bummed. So, instead, I spent most of my day, after I was bummed about that, I spent the most, or the majority of my day, since my day off, doing a little spring cleaning with a little purge of clothing. I got rid of three giant trash bags full of clothes. Actually, I can get rid of them yet. There's literally still sitting in my room. I gotta go take them somewhere and drop off, but or in my bedroom. And I don't, um, yeah. <laughs> I feel so much better, really, though. So I used to buy clothes out the ass. I loved having tons and tons of clothes. I liked having all kinds, just a variety of everything. Never know when you're going to need something, blah, blah, blah. I like to change clothes and wear different things all the time. And now I've gotten to the point where I don't give a fuck. I think it's too much. I know I'm going to sound like a real dumbass or pain in the ass or pretentious or whatever. I don't like having to pick out clothes, different clothes and create an outfit and everything else when I wear the same fucking shit all the time. I wear black. I wear like the same five t-shirts in rotation I wear, like, the same five fucking pairs of black leggings. And I have, like, three or four cardigans that I wear around the house and, you know, some to work, whatever. I have a closet full of fucking clothes, but I don't ever wear them. I literally got rid of anything I haven't worn in the last year. And that was 90% of my fucking wardrobe. I've been trying to minimize for a while, but my problem is I hang on to clothes because I think I might wear them one day. I'm not going to wear them one day. The other part is I hang on to clothes because I might get fat again or fatter again and might need those big girl clothes. Again, I don't need them because my leggings are stretchable. And if I do, I'll buy a bigger pair. I kept a bigger pair of leggings, so we're fine. But honestly, I don't go anywhere to really have to put outfits together or to really, you know, worry somebody's going to see me wearing this and I wore it yesterday. I don't care. I don't go anywhere. I literally go to work work all day, 60, 70 hours a week, I come home, I eat dinner, I relax with Travis, I come in my witch room, I do some stuff, and then I go back out, hang out with Travis, and then we go to bed. I just am not a big fan of going out anymore. I've had my fill of it. I just, I don't like it. It's just too much. And I know that 
I shouldn't be a homebody and that's not the best, but I just don't want to be out anymore. I'm just tired. I like to come home. I like to be here where all my things are. The things that make me happy are all here. The people who understand me, that get me, that accept me, that love me are here. I just don't like to go out. That's why literally all my shit comes from Amazon. If I can't buy it in town, it's come from Amazon. I don't have to worry about going to Lafayette or a bigger city because I think I've talked about this before, but if you're new to the podcast, I live in a small town. <coughs> Excuse me. We have a Dollar General, a Family Dollar, a CBS, and a tractor supply. And then an overpriced grocery store. And that's it. We've had McDonald's and two pizza places forever. We're filing in the Taco Bell, which I'm super fucking pumped about. But other than that, like, that's literally all we have. So if you need anything that you can't find in one of those stores, you have to go to Lafayette, which is about a 30-mile drive, or you have to order online. I prefer to order online. I go to Lafayette once a month for my doctor appointment, my therapy stuff, and then... Other than that, I just order everything online because, oh shit, I don't like to be out and about. So, I just have my fun with it and my fill, and I just, I don't really care to go out and do all those things anymore. So, it's just too much. Too, too much. But, it's really good that I'm able to do this. It does make it nicer. I can purge things. I can get rid of things. I don't need all those clothes. It opens up so much space, and it makes it easier because it's less choices I have to make on too many options and it's just nice to be simplistic I love the simplicity I want my house to be decluttered and simple I love that except for my room my witch room is completely fucked up (laughs) it has got so much shit where dusting is a fucking nightmare literally there's so much I need to dust again but um yeah I'll do it sometime soon I just don't feel like it right now but In all reality, I do have um, a lot of shit in here, but I like to keep everything else very simple. It just makes things easier and more more comforting for me. I don't know why, but I just feel more comfortable. It just is uh, nice to have that purge and to get rid of things. And plus, it's also good because I'm donating my clothes to people who need it, or to you know, around here we don't have Goodwill, so we have like a couple like private thrift shops that the money goes pretty much back to the community or in the individual owners um, for their, you know, wages or whatever. But most of it, uh, usually our thrift stores are ran by a church, so everything like a t-shirt's a quarter, things like that. So it just is good to be able to donate those things to people who uh, need things. I have some really nice clothes in there, so I'm really excited about that. So, today's topic. I actually, um, as I, I think I told you guys last week, my birthday, my assistant manager got me a an Amazon gift card. And I used it to buy, or use it to go towards the purchase of this book. And I just randomly picked a book on there. I I love to just get on Amazon. I think I talked about this on another episode. Type in uh, witchcraft books and just search for random books, see what I find. Um, I usually buy like the $3 books or $4 books because they're fun. Um, like I said, they're cheap. So you're not really out a whole lot of money. You're either going to get a really interesting book or a really stupid book that's so stupid it's going to be funny for you. So, you know, this one was not one of those. This one was a little bit more, a lot of bit more. Um, it's called the book of practical witchcraft, a compendium. And I never said that word right. So if I said it wrong, I'm so sorry. 
of Spells, Rituals, and Occult Knowledge. Occult Knowledge by Pamela Ball. And I didn't know what to expect when I got this book because it literally had a picture of the um, cover and a picture of the back. And that was it. Or the, yeah, the picture of something. It wasn't like anything inside the book. But it's quite interesting, actually. Because it talks about all fucking kinds of shit. And it's really cool. And I just happened to open up. And it, uh, when I opened it and split it and was just kind of looking at it, it opened right to a topic that I've actually been working with and um, talking about and basically kind of wanting to do something big on anyway. So it's kind of perfect. It has to do with our senses and our smell for that matter. So I want you guys to think back real quick um, before we start or before we go into the whole um, intro and then start into it. I'm going to leave you with this before we go into that. Think back to a time where you got a whiff of something and it just flooded your body and your mind with a whole fucking shit ton of memories. Like, memories came flooding back like fucking waters busting through the dam. Think about that. And then we'll get right into it. things like that that happen with those smells they just open up the floodgates and it can bring back so many memories some good some bad some unexplainable it's crazy really like fresh cut grass just takes me back to a time of being a child when things were more simplistic and my dad was out mowing the yard and I was just playing riding my bike just an amazing feeling and there's that smell of apple pucker that makes me want to vomit everywhere just the smell of it alone makes me want to puke too many nights of drinking apple pucker too long yeah it's pretty rough but then there's that smell right before it starts to rain right when a thunderstorm is just rolling in and that first drop that first sprinkle hits the dirt and you can smell it. There's something that just kicks in the air. The smell of raw earth just sends me to a time I don't know what it is. I honestly don't know what it is. Maybe it's a deja vu moment. Maybe it is a memory from a past life. I really don't know and I don't know how to explain it, but it is the most magical fucking memory smell, sensation ever. I really, to this day, I have no idea, no clue how to explain it. But it sends me back into a, a memory of something I don't even know, I never experienced, that I know of anyway. But I never feel more connected to Mother Earth and the universe than I do when I get that smell. Right when it starts to kick in, I just feel like a different person. I feel like I am transformed into somebody else and it's an amazing feeling. It's not a scary one. It's an amazing feeling and it lasts for so long 
I, I, I just can't pinpoint it, but it's an amazing feeling. It's an amazing sensation. And this is what I'm talking about. Little things like that just have such a huge effect on us. And it changes my mood for the whole fucking day. Honestly, I mean, that just having that smell bring back so many different things. And there's something about strawberry pound cake uh, lotion from Bath and Body Works that creates this very whimsical memory for me that just puts me in such a happy, calm, soothing mood. Kind of like lavender does for me now. Whenever I feel stressed out or worked up or something, I'll smell lavender, whether it be an oil or an herb or scented lavender spray or something, and it just brings me to a calm, peaceful place. Same with eucalyptus. When I smell lemon, it just makes me think of clean and spring and just freshness. And it's crazy because smells can have such an amazing effect on us in so many different ways. So, what if we trained our brains with smell? Kind of like how we, you know, burn a candle that we like and it helps us, you know, feel warm and cozy, you know, in the winter. Sorry, <laughs> I'm just like going really fast. Um, in the winter around Christmas time, everybody likes apple cinnamon. And around fall, we do pumpkin and uh, I think there's one like a campfire smell or you know, toast a marshmallow or something. And it makes you feel like that time of year. When we lived in Arizona and it was warm for winter. It's like 60 degrees at winter time. And uh, we burnt the apple cinnamon candle and it smelled like Christmas. It really did smell like Christmas. I refuse to burn the pine salt flavored candles. I know everybody calls them something different. I don't like them. I know it's not flavor, but this is what I say. Pine salt, scented, flavored, whatever. Candles are disgusting. I hate them. I don't know why, but it triggers a memory for me that I can't stand. I don't like it. But that's what I'm talking about, though. It transforms you to some time, area, space, something. It just transforms something in you and makes these changes for good or for bad. But it was cold in my mind. It was cold, snowy day, even though it was like 68 degrees and sunny. But that smell triggered that feeling of, of you know, cool, cold winter sitting in front of a, a fire, you know, at the fireplace. And it was just amazing how that can make such a difference. So what if we train our brains, brains with smells like we do with incense and different things? Find the smell that makes you feel calm so that when you're having a stressful day or things are just going completely awry, that smell you can associate with happiness and it will make you basically trick your brain into thinking you're happy or if, or I'm sorry, that you're less stressed and calm. The same thing though, if you're, you know, find one that you associate with happiness, find one that you stress, you associate with calmness for when you're stressed. Find a scent that you associate with love if you're trying to, you know, feel romantic or whatever. And then work that into your your life of, you know, when you're stressed, you smell, for me, lavender or eucalyptus. When you're happy and you, or I'm sorry, when you're down and you want to feel happy, I like the smell of like, um, uh, yep. My brain just went totally out of it. Like flowers and floral. When I want to feel like it was, like I'm renewed in an energy sense, I go for a lemon smelling. Something about the clean smell just makes me feel energized. And citrus is just a huge, like, huge energizer boost for me. I don't know why, but I always associate um, citrus with energy. 
I think Bath and Body Works is to blame for that, honestly, from their aromatherapy lines. But when I want to feel just cozy and at home, I love food scented stuff, honestly. Like, um, uh, brownie and rosemary or thyme, um, different things like that. Like the wax melts I get, I always get like the food scented ones, like the bakery kind of ones. I don't know. It just associates me with, or makes me associate with calm and cozy and relaxing. So... What if we start making some of our own scents and playing around with some of them and making our brains kind of work for us with our mental state? Because, you know, self-care, guys, don't forget how important that is. It's something I talk about all the time with you guys and how um, important it really is to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves. So add a little bit of that into your routine as you are making things and going along why we're talking about smells let's talk about incense and bundles and different things so a lot of people think that when you're making like a bundle to like do smudging or anything like that it's always got to be sage and rosemary or lavender because those are the only ones that go together everybody thinks for some reason everybody associates the bundles with only being sage and then having some kind of additive but that's not necessarily the case at all you can make bundles out of really anything that you want. You just got to have the right items and, and put it together yourself. Because sometimes you can't find all of that. But it's not really as hard as you think. So we're going to say that we're going to do, um, just for example, so you can know how to make them if you're going to make one. Say that you are wanting to do your own sage bundle, sing your own smudging. You're going to need... Um, the sprigs of whatever it is that you want to make it with and some uh excuse me cotton uh, string or thread usually a thicker cotton uh ooh, sorry a thicker cotton uh twine would be really good elastic band will help uh hold everything together as you're going then you're gonna pull that off and a small bowl to kind of mix everything in so there's a lot of different ways you can go about this. You can add scents to your actual herbs, or you can just use the herbs alone. And when I say add scents, I mean like you can add oils into it or um, different things. It's kind of hard when you have a lot of loose scented things. If you're trying to make a spud stick, I'm sorry, loose herbs. I don't know what the fuck I'm having trouble speaking again today. <laughs> but if you're trying to do. Uh, stick, you'll need bigger sprigs or whatever that you want to do it with. But real simple, you would just take what you want. So say we're going to do lavender and sage and we're going to wrap it with petals in. You basically take, um, cut down to what size you want, gather how much of each you want. Um, you have to be kind of cautious on the overbearing smells of picking, you know, if you want one smell to stick out more than the other. So, like, when I made one, I did sage in the middle, and then I did um, lavender kind of, like, around some of it, and then some more sage around. And then at the, uh, when I got done, before I tied it all, I put rose petals around the edges. Like, wrapped it kind of on the outside, and I put elastic band on, and then wrapping your uh, cotton twine. Try not to make it too tight that it's going to crush it, but you don't want it so loose that it's all going to fall out. Do like a 
wrap around like a crisscrossing pattern so it kind of holds everything in good then you're gonna let it dry out for about a week before you light it that's just for bundling um i know a lot of people do different things and make some really cool ones that are more just for like looks to lay out and they do a lot of crushed things uh inside of them just to kind of give them that smell and then they hold it on with bigger sprigs and that's totally cool too so whatever you want but i just want to throw that out there because somebody did ask about um uh, how to make bundles so I just want to throw that in before we get going on some different uh, incense combinations that you can make at home for different things kind of like you're going to use um, if you're going to make a spell you're going to use an incense spell so it just kind of depends on how you're feeling and how you want to do things um, a lot of people do it differently I like to make mine really fine um when I mix them together that way, there's nothing like super overbearing in a way. But sometimes I like bigger pieces in it too. I know that just sounds very contradictive, but it just kind of depends on what I'm doing and what I'm working with. Because, you know, like yarrow is super tiny for the most part. I mean, you get a kind of small in cloves. You can get them uh, in the nut size or you can get them crossed into a powder. It just sounds so weird. Um... There's just so many different versions. Like, metals are really just loose until you crush them up. And then they're they're almost powdery. I mean, it's kind of hard to get them much smaller than that when you crush them. And then, of course, like, mugwort has a lot of harder pieces in it. If you get, um, like, this, the kind that I have, it's got a lot of harder sticks in it. So, if you have mortar and pestle, it's really good to kind of mush them up. Uh, so, you might want to have that on hand. You might want to have a... Excuse me, a measuring spoon. I to like kind of measure out the, the parts and sizes and amounts. A large bowl to actually blend everything in, but some smaller bowls to put in like what you're trying to do. And then a lot of people will either um, burn it in like a excuse me a cauldron or a dish. Don't use a wooden bowl to burn it in. Um, Definitely, definitely, definitely want to use something fireproof like a glass dish or a metal bowl. But you'll get the charcoal tablets and then light on fire and then you can light your incense that way. You can also add them to your candles, your candle wax and stuff. So you've got a lot of different options, but I kind of wanted to uh, go over some different spell versions for some incense. So one that I have found to be uh, really helpful... <laughs> Is this one is for banishing. Um, people say it's for exorcisms too, but it's for banishing. And if you have to do an exorcism, then you have it ready, I guess. But it's one part bay leaves, two parts cinnamon, one part rose petals, and two parts mirth. Mirth, sorry. <clears throat> and then a pinch of salt. So if you're adding um, two bay leaves, then you would add four cinnamon and then two rose petal, and then four mirth. And now if you are, and this is where it gets confusing. <coughs> so if you're crushing everything, you're going to have to crush all of it. Okay, that didn't really make sense. If you're crushing part of it, you're probably going to have to crush all of it so that way you can equal your parts out. But honestly, make it your own because, again, there's no wrong way to be a witch. So if you feel like you want it to smell more, um, 
rose petal-y than anything else and throw in a little bit more rose petal than you would, say, the cinnamon. Hey, I said that right. I never say cinnamon right. Fuck, I did it. I said it right when I was talking fast. But anyway, it's kind of up to you how you want to do it. You can kind of add, again, I say this all the time, there's no wrong way to be a witch, so therefore you have to adapt and make things that are going to work for you. If cinnamon is, hey, I did it twice. If that is not your thing, then don't use it. Do a substitution or use very little of it and let the rose speak out more if that's what you, you know, have a more tendency to lean towards. These are just suggestions. These are just things that um, I have done. A few of these are actually, I'm pulling out of this book that I just got. I want to share with you because I actually had some I've never heard of before. So I thought I would share those, some interesting ones. But I just want you guys to keep in mind, your craft is your craft. Nobody can tell you how to do your craft. So you need to do what's best for you. You can try it the way I'm telling you, the way that I'm listing out here. And then you can also make adaptations to whatever works best for you. You don't need to follow exactly. Just do what you feel drawn to. Feel Do what works for you. Do what you feel is best. Because we're all different, you know? Um, it's just... I get so frustrated. Because people will be like, you can't do it that way. It has to be this way or it's not right. And it really is just infuriating. So keep in mind as we're going through these. Do it your way. You're the one in charge. You're the one doing it. It's your craft. And if anybody tells you otherwise, tell them to fuck off. So just like before, it's your craft, your spell, your ritual, your whatever. Do what works for you. These are just suggestions, outlines, whatever. Throw your own mixture into it. So one of the ones I thought was actually kind of cool was uh, Jinx removing incense and... Um, if you're like me, you, well, excuse me, if you're like how I used to be, you feel like you're jinxed a lot. So I've actually done um, one similar to this, and this this one is coming from my book. I've not done this particular one, but um, yeah, um, it's two parts clove, one part deer's tongue. Gonna be honest with you, I've never heard of deer's tongue, and I don't know if it's meaning an actual deer's tongue. Or if there is an herb out there called deer's tongue, and I'm just stupid. So, yeah. It says, add a few drops of rose geranium oil, and then this incense can be used whenever you think someone is against you. So, um, yeah. The old me probably would have made this all the fucking time, which the old me made a different version a lot. Um, my, actually, I don't even know where that recipe is. Recipe. That spell is. I haven't used it in years because I have gotten to a point where I am feeling less um, like there's something out to get me and more like I'm in control of things now. So I'm kind of in a better spot, but you know. There are a few different versions for purification. Um, basically, kind of like an alternative to saging. You just kind of want to um, purify your area. The one that I really like to do, and it kind of helps quickly, is two parts sandalwood and one part cinnamon. 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 There. Um, now, for this, I didn't have sandalwood, um, excuse me, herb. 
So I used sandalwood oil with cinnamon, let it dry out a little bit, and burn it on a little charcoal tablet, and it worked great. It smells really good, too. There are really a lot of different ones. Um, this other one on here says three parts frankincense, two parts dragon's blood resin, one part mirth resin, one part sandalwood, one part woody batoni, a half a part dill weed, a few drops of rose geranium oil. It's good for cleaning, clearing your new home of old energies, which, you know, I wish I would have done before we moved in this place, uh, because, whew. but you know, I kind of like my people here. I kind of like the energies that we have here for the most part. We don't have anybody horrible, anybody too evil, <laughs> I say too evil. We did, um, I've talked about this before. We've had some pretty dark spirits here in the past that we were able to get rid of. I mean, it was bad, guys. We would wake up with scratches all over us. We would wake up in the middle of the night and be standing over us. And you just, you would feel them before you saw them. You could just wake up. Like, that sense woke you up of a dark, dark entity just standing over you. Or, um, what I went through for a very long time was, uh, sleep paralysis and being held down in my sleep. That was the worst shit ever. Uh. Our son Brady had it one time, and wow, uh, he didn't tell us. He was like fucking four or eight or something. He was young, I don't remember. But he didn't tell us till the next morning, like later in the day, the next day. Like it wasn't even like the next morning. I woke up. He just went back to bed, like it was fine. I, when I have it, which it happened for like a month and a half, fucking straight, two months, and then I'd give a break and then come back, and this lasted for like a year or so, a um, couple years actually, and. When it would happen to me, I would full fucking panic, and I'd be awake. Like, I would wake up to it happening, and I couldn't move. My eyes were open, but everything was fucking black. My eyes were open, and I couldn't speak. I could just get words out, and I would literally try to shake myself and whimper and get a noise out. And Travis would usually feel me shaking and sometimes barely hear the whimper. And he was able to realize that something was going on and then shake me, and it would let everything go. It would let it go, the whole whatever it was had on me. And I would be fucking terrified. And I would be so scared to close my eyes. I didn't want to pull back to sleep. I was just fucking terrified. And this went on for so long. And it was horrible. I was so scared to go to sleep every fucking night. And finally we got rid of it. I mean, it took a lot of healing to get over that. And sometimes I have flashbacks of it. It is another reason why I don't like to sleep to sleep very tight and if we go to a hotel or something I have to kick out the sheets I don't like them tucked in I don't like that feeling of being like held down at all it just freaks me out so yeah <laughs> that would have been a good one to have used a long time ago too but we got rid of it so we're good there are several different um, protection incense combinations that you can make um, I really like this one actually it is a half part bay leaves, a half of, or I'm sorry, yeah, half part bay leaves, half part cloves, three-fourths part oregano, and three-fourths part sandalwood. Honestly, the parts doesn't really matter. Again, go with what works for you, what you find to be um, fitting. The smell is what's going to make the difference for you because if you don't like the way these smell together, then it's not going to create that sense of protection you're not going to feel it so therefore you're not going to feel like it's actually working because you're going to psych yourself into a 
error, a, uh, a frame of uh, anxiety and stress and panic so that you're not going to feel safe. Even if it's working, you're not going to feel it. And that's a big part of this. So it's really good to um, make sure that you are really on board with what you're doing and you really feel um, connected with it. This one is kind of actually funny. Stop theft incense. Do you have a problem with theft? Are people stealing from you? I need to do this at work. Um, honestly. Half part dogwood, one fourth part caraway, uh, a half part rosemary, half part tarragon, one part willow, and a few drops of honeysuckle oil. I might actually try this. Um, we have a lot of theft at the store. It might actually be kind of interesting honestly to uh try that out and see how that works with people i actually just watched a tiktok a little bit ago about this criminal defense lawyer was telling people not to use self-checkout because people are getting prosecuted who didn't steal or they stole by accident and everything and i have been using self-checkouts and self-checkouts came along and i have never forgotten to uh scan anything i don't know if that's just because i worked in retail since i was like in high school i've when I first started working retail and then left for a while, but I have never forgotten to scan anything. Like I, I know what I have in my cart and I know that I take everything out of my cart and scan it and I put everything back in. So I don't know. Um, it just, it blows my mind that people think that, I mean, I can see some people forgetting. I guess I could say that, you know, older people, people aren't used to it. Something falls in your cart and you don't see it. I mean, I can see that your purse is sitting on top of something, whatever. But as I told you guys, I just prosecuted a lady a while back who had her kids helping her fucking steal. Like, her fucking young children were helping her. So, I don't know. But theft is huge. And with the increase in inflation and everything getting out of hand and getting scary, uh, theft and shoplifting has actually fucking skyrocketed. So, maybe we will uh, try that one. So... Who knows, guys? Who knows? People just fucking crack me up. Psychic protection. So, I had a listener reach out to me a couple years back, and she felt like she was under a psychic attack. Um, she had invited um, a person to their lives. Her and her husband had invited this lady in and became really good friends with them, and then she started uh, acting a little weird. And then my friend, the listener, uh, actually started finding hex bags in her home, in her car. Literally everywhere she was, she was finding one. And there were just weird things happening. She found a uh, bird's beak on her front doorstep when she opened, our, opened the door one morning and a lot of different things. So I had actually given her some uh, different remedies and suggested the uh, protection incense. And it actually helped her she felt better and she was kind of um you know relieved when it was done because the lady was playing head games with her and really fucking with her and it, it just was crazy because I don't think the lady really intended to physically harm her but she was doing some serious psychological warfare on her so uh this one is one fourth part frankincense a half part of oregano half part lovage Half part cloves, quarter part ginger root, ground up. Specifies that. A half part sandalwood, 
and a fourth part star anise. So I think I would have done a little bit different with that one. I probably would have added uh, some dragon's blood resin in there and maybe, uh, maybe just a little bit of patchouli, but that's just me. So I don't know. People are just crazy, but psychic protection is, I mean, when people say it, some people think, oh my God, that's so stupid. Nobody's going to do that. But people fuck with our brains all the time. Think about one-uppers. Everybody knows a one-upper. You say something like, oh, you know, I just, I just got the lottery ticket. I just won $100. That's so awesome. And then you have that one person like, yeah, I won $500 this morning. Or I won $500 last week or blah, blah, blah. Or, oh, I just got, you know, a raise. I just got a dollar raise. You know, they always have to top it. They always have to be one better than you. And it's fucking infuriating because they opposite, oh, so they op also go the opposite way. You have something bad to you. They had something twice as bad happen to them. You lost a family member. They lost three. I mean, these are the kind of people that are so fucked up. And I used to have one of my family, thankfully, that person is no longer part of our family, but every fucking thing they had to outdo you on. And it didn't matter who you were in the family, they had to fucking outdo everybody. And that shit right there is the same kind of psychological bullshit that can affect people and they don't even realize that it's going on. Some people don't even realize they're doing it, but it's still the same thing. I mean, it may not be witchcraft related, but they're still fucking with your mind and it's still a psychological attack. This shit can happen all the time. I deal with this with customers all the fucking time. That's why I don't get personal with many of my customers. People that I know well, you know, I talk to, but you get to the sense where you know your customers and you know who's going to be that way or who's going to be sympathetic or who's going to be supportive and you know who's going to try to just outdo you every time. So this is something that I'm very interested in and I actually... That's another reason why I carry crystals in my bra constantly. Um, I have dragon's blood. I'm sorry, bloodstone in my bra at all times. I did have a little baby dragon's blood um, uh, bile thing. And I don't know. I don't know what happened to it, honestly. It was like a little roller vial. It was like a... I don't know what happened. Now I'm thinking about that. I don't know where in the fuck that thing went. Huh. That and Tiger's Eye. Tiger's Eye is always my go-to for protection. I have Tiger's Eye on my bracelet that I wear every fucking day. I have Sodalite on one and Malachite on the on one of them. Um, there's Amethyst too, but those are my three big, uh, big, big go-tos. On my wrist at all times for protection because people fucking suck. So, a couple other ones because I always hear one of the big calls for um, with spells in general... This is the whole rituals is, excuse me, our love spells, love and relationships and um, anything to do with love and attraction, whether it be friendship wise or romantic. People are always asking for spells to go along with that. So, um, real simple, attract a loved one is one part cloves, one part, I'm sorry, half part cloves, one part rose. I'm just can't fucking do sorry i'm having some issues here start over half part clubs one part rose one part sal pimento 
half part juniper, a few drops of musk oil, a few drops of rose oil, and half part red sandalwood. I, personally, would probably drop the musk oil because oh, I'm not a musk fan at all. Never have been. Whew. Not my thing. I know some people love a musky smell, but I feel like I just maybe got too much of it and back in like my early early childhood in the 80s everybody wore musk and it was just to my point where it just made me want to puke so maybe it's great now maybe it's a wonderful thing but I don't like it anymore another very simple love incense is one part violets one part rose petals and a half part olive leaves super simple grind it up Something to keep in mind is you can add anything you want to these, obviously, like I was saying in the beginning, but if you want to add, like, your own special smell to add to any of this, something that makes you think of love or any of that, um, whatever you're trying to trigger, rose oil always makes me just feel, I don't know, just a, a certain way, I don't know. I think it's just because I associate roses with love, even though I'm not a big fan of roses. Everybody's always like, oh, you know, roses, I want roses, blah, blah, blah. I, I'm not really there. Sorry. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I'm just not a big fan of roses because they made such a big deal out of them. They're beautiful. They really are beautiful. I have roses growing outside, but if I'm going to get flowers sent to me, I don't want roses. I just, I don't know what it is. I have a ton, because anytime I get flowers... I dry them out when they die, obviously. I dry them out and I use the petals for various things. Um, I have them in jars. I use them in this situation, make potpourri, whatever. Um, but I have so many roses from my gardens. I'm sorry, from my rose bushes and my mini rose tree. And when stores throw out their old flowers, I take them, take them home, dry them out and use them, especially when they die, they're like, oh, let's just throw these away, because those are useful, but I have a lot, so I like lilies, and irises, and daisies, and I like the simplistic beauty of flowers you just see everywhere, and out in the wild, and because you can get so much more for so very little, and they're just pretty, I don't know, I really like ornamental lily, I don't know, especially when they're out in the wild, they'll drive down a country road, and there's just orange and yellow ones everywhere, and they're so fucking gorgeous. I love them. They're absolutely beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Confidence. Now, this one is a big thing for a lot of people. I had a lot of issues with confidence, and I built that up. I didn't have this then. Wish I did. One part rosemary, a fourth part garlic, a half part chamomile. I know I say that weird. And one part musk root. Again, I would have to substitute musk root for something else. But confidence is so huge. And I can tell you firsthand, having a, a sense of feeling badass when you go to do something changes your confidence levels and your ability to do those things hugely for me personally I would go with a more citrusy smell because that's just me that's what makes me feel energized and I think of 
confidence, being energized, and just that's what I associate with it. And that's one thing I really keep trying to. That's why I keep kind of stopping. I really want you guys to get the 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 point. Of what I'm trying to. Sorry, my brain's just frogging out for a minute. Really understand that you can make substitutions wherever, and these aren't going to do shit for you if you don't put your soul into it and, and believe in it. So if you just take exactly what I say and you take one part St. John's wort, thyme, um, oak, and sage and put it together and you don't like the way it smells or it doesn't make you feel a certain way when you smell it, then it's not going to do a fucking thing for you. It's, it's not going to have any fucking use at all because it's got to trigger that inside of you to make you really accept what's happening and really embrace it. Otherwise, you're just fighting against what you're doing. You're fighting against what you're sending out there, the intentions you're sending out. You're giving this mixed signals because your brain is saying no because it doesn't feel it, but your actions and what you've created are saying yes. So really, really put what you want into it, put yourself into it, make things work for you. It's your craft, your path, your ritual, your spell. Do it for you. A money spell. Who doesn't love a good money incense spell? We've got one and a fourth part lavender, one and a, I'm sorry, a fourth part of chamomile, uh, one, can't read, one fourth part of comfrey, and I know I don't say that right, but my last name is Godfrey and is spelled G-O-D-F-R-E-Y and Comfrey is spelled C-O-M-F-R-E-Y. So, Comfrey. And then one part red clover. Ooh, this one is sounds good. One part frankincense, a half part cinnamon, a fourth part nutmeg, and a half part of balm. I actually kind of like the way that smells, or sounds like it's going to smell. I love when cinnamon and nutmeg and all of that get together and just feels like, I don't know, throw some pumpkin spice scented stuff in there and I'm great. I actually have a jar of pumpkin spice in my apothecary. Um, I, it's funny because it was, oh shit. Uh, hang on. Small technical difficulty. We're back. Okay, sorry about that small technical difficulty. I just actually unplugged my microphone. Um, no, we had a big sale on spices, and we had a bunch of pumpkin spice, and I stocked up, so now I have, like, a giant fucking mason jar full of pumpkin spice, and then a whole half of a fucking, get, well, like, a little small box full, but um, it's really cool because I ran out baking, and I came in and got some out of my apothecary, so it was, it was kind of awesome. So, yeah, um... You know, it. I'm just kind of going over some of these because people are always asking me about different and, and unusual spells or different things that we can do to make them feel a certain way. And there's so fucking many things in here as far as uh, incense uh, spells that we can do. I just want to go over a few. I know I'm like 40 minutes in talking about fucking incense and um, all of that. But honestly, it is really important that I stress how much it can change when you put your own spin on things and you put your own adaptations in and you make it more custom to you. 
I spent so much time wasted and wondering why things weren't working. And it's because it wasn't for me. It wasn't my way. It wasn't the way I felt worked best. It was just whatever somebody told me to do. And I went with it and then I realized I don't have to do it this way. I can change it. I can make it my way. I can do what's best for me. And then everything fucking changed. So let's go ahead and take a little break. And then I want to uh, just go over a few um, little ritual oils that you can make. And we will uh, have some fun with that. And I'm back. All right. Let's get into some oil blends that will just make you feel whatever kind of fucking way you want to make you feel. <laughs> no, honestly, uh, I really like doing the oils. I have, I've showed you guys before, I have a, one of the, like the crystal rollerball things full of, uh, lavender. It's got amethyst chips in it and it's just, when I feel stressed or like things are just getting to be too much, I roll it on, I feel amazing and I love it. Sometimes it's just having it in the air, you know, just smell it that way, but I like to just put it on my wrists or behind my ears because it just kind of stays around my head and makes me feel calm. And it's weird because it's just like my brain has just associated that so long with calmness that that's, it just instantly calms me down. So I also have um, an energy blend that I put in a rollerball. I don't have any crystals in it yet because I haven't decided what crystals I want to put in it now. I've tried a few others, a few different ones that have really felt right for me. So I'm still trying to find the right one. But the uh, energy blend that I do is geranium, bergamot, sweet orange, rosemary, eucalyptus, and rose. And I love it. It just gives me that kick in the ass. But some people don't find that citrusy smells give them that kick. They don't find it energetic. So again, find what works best for you. Um, just a word of advice when you're when you're doing oils, um, most people priority know this. Um, I <laughs> I shake. Um, not near as bad as I used to, but I used to have a really bad shaking problem. And the oils are not the best to fucking dispense straight out of the bottle. Some of the higher end oils have like a little. Um, pop-up thing that you can use to like kind of uh get your drops out some have like a little um plunger hole I mean everything's just kind of different they're all different some of the cheaper ones don't have anything but a fucking open lid and I'm not opposed to buying cheaper oils because I'm cheap but um <laughs> does make it a little bit more difficult to get out so I have um some face oil that I use to kind of tighten my face and for my nighttime ritual one of the things that it comes with is like a little dropper and I keep them because I use them for all kinds of shit but <laughs> one thing I did notice is that if you are going to use a dropper for your oils make sure you're using the same size dropper if you're trying to do specific things because one drop in one may not be one drop in the other it may be like five drops worth so Learned that the hard way. Also, um, be cautious on how fast the shit comes out. I use like a whole half a fucking bottle of 
oil one day because I did not pay attention and it came out really fast and it went everywhere. So yeah, save yourself some money. Don't be a dumbass like me and fuck everything up and spill it all everywhere. But I really do love a good oil blend because I feel like oils just have a different sense to them. Um, I don't really know how to pinpoint it, what I'm trying to say, but basically <laughs> I like that I can put oils on me and they can go like all day long. Like it can go portable with me, whereas incense is kind of like that area, but if I leave that room or that area, it just kind of goes away. Oil I can keep with me all the time. Keep it, re-add it, whatever. So, excuse me. Let's go over some really cool ones. One of the uh, ones that people ask about, like, the most. Again, this goes back to, like, talking about the uh, incense. Love. Everybody wants love spells, love potions, love all of that. I mean, think about... It's just crazy. Think about the uh, Victoria's Secret love spell that everybody was obsessed with in, like, the early 2000s, I think it was. The smell is what drove them crazy. A lot of men love that smell. A lot of women love a smell. It's just, a smell can do so much. And then with the oils, especially if you're going to wear it on your or take a bath in it, or add it to your bath anyway, it can just create a whole different fucking environment in your head, which therefore projects onto reality and changes your whole fucking day. Romance Magnet Oil. Two drops of Lang Lang Oil, two drops of Sandalwood Oil, and two drops of clary sage oil. I am not the biggest fan of sage oil. I know, I know, I love sage, but don't really dig the oil. I think it has a different smell. Maybe it's just me, but. Um, lover's oil, five drops of rosewood oil, five drops of rosemary oil, three drops of tangerine oil, and three drops of lemon oil. Did not know if uh, lemon and rosemary really go together. For me, anyway. I don't know. I just would not. But that's just me. Again, take it. Make it your own. Marriage oil. You want that dude to marry you? Two drops of frankincense oil. Three drops of cypress oil. Two drops of sandalwood oil. Bam. He's yours. Probably not really, but you know. You just got to find a smell that really makes them feel some kind of way and you're good to go I know I sound crazy but honestly it's, it's really amazing to think about how much a smell can affect our brains and it can create so much dopamine just from a smell and it doesn't even have to be an action I mean you can literally just be sitting there and somebody create that smell or something happens you know what I mean candle goes out or candles lit or somebody comes around and they have a certain smell on them and instantly the entire fucking atmosphere is just changed because of that one smell that little smell that got inside your nose created a whole fucking different environment a whole rush of feelings of just feeling or um (laughs) charges going through your body just from one little smell it's really amazing honestly 
And if we can work that into our craft in more ways, think of how much it can really change us. And it can change a lot of things for us. Not just in our craft world, but in our everyday life. If you find a smell that makes you happy and makes you feel like you are on top of the world, bottle that shit and take it with you. Take it with you throughout the day. Whenever you're having a rough day, pull that out, smell it, and see how much your life changes. Life can be really hard. Life can be traumatic. Life can be draining. Life can just be overbearing sometimes to the point where we just feel lost. We feel just powerless and defeated. But if we can find a way to make these feelings go away and to create our own feelings and then harness that and embrace it and make it real, we can do anything. We can be unstoppable. So find what works for you and run with it. If you are trying to make a love connection, if you are trying to calm down, if you're trying to get excited, you're trying to get energy, you're trying to do whatever, find a combination that works for you through trial and error. It's not going to be something that you're just going to know right away and grab right and mixed, grab three and it's going to be the perfect blend every fucking time or sometimes you don't even have to blend, you could just take one like me with lavender but really try your own combinations of things and see what happens and then take that with you whether it be in an incense form or oil form or excuse me whatever it may be you can change your entire fucking mood your entire day your entire atmosphere with one little smell and it won't just affect you it'll affect the people around you too Now, we're not going to be able to just know what everybody is affected by or how, you know, each sense is going to affect somebody. But honestly, that's not our worry. We need to make sure that we are taken care of first. And by incorporating smell magic, for lack of a better word, scent magic into your craft, you can do so much. And you can go so far in different ways that you probably never thought before. Because you're going to give yourself these feelings of power and confidence and love and appreciation and energy and whatever fucking feeling you create. And then it's going to get to where this stuff just comes naturally to you. You're going to have these um, senses about things where you can just create magic in the fucking literally out of nothing and it really is a fucking awesome thing like honestly when I'm stressed I grab the lavender when I need energy boost I grab the fucking my energy blend that I made when I need to feel like I'm just in a super lovey romantic happy place I grab rose oil and rosemary and just feel ecstatic When I need to feel like everything is clean and serene and just refreshed and anew, I go for citrusy stuff. I go for 
kind of go back with the energy blend in a way, but I toned down some of the other stuff, and it's more of the uh, the citrus instead of all the other, but I have different little vials of my own mixtures for different things, and it makes a huge difference, and sometimes I'll even use my oils or the incense before I go into a spell or a ritual so I can get myself in the mindset of what I'm doing, especially if I'm doing for other people. If I'm doing a love spell for someone else or they're having me do, um, like, you know, uh, bring back a lover spell or something like that, I will get into the zone of lovey-dovey and romantic and all of that. So I will feel it and it will be more successful when I go to do the spell or the ritual, whatever it is I'm doing. I will feel more into it and it makes me feel more confident, more powerful, and more successful with it, honestly. It's just amazing to me how much the sense of smell can change so many things. And incorporating that into our craft can be really fucking huge. I've been doing it for a while and I didn't really know how to approach this topic because I thought people are going to think I'm just kind of crazy. So I didn't start off with all of that of talking about you know, how really important smell is and adding it to everything. I just kind of wanted to throw out some of the incense blends and um, I do want to list a few more oils for a wrap up, but I really wanted you guys to get the sense of what I was talking about and how it really does make a difference before I really threw out the point of how important scent magic really is and how it can really change a lot of things. And, you know, we're always trying to find happiness in life. That's one of our goals and not just us but literally everyone in general in life they just want to be happy they want different things but when it all comes down to it everybody just wants to be happy and peace and harmony and and all the wonderful things and in today's world it's kind of fucking hard because everything is so fucked up and getting worse by the day and just sometimes a downright shit show so if we can't make the earth (laughs) a more uh, happy, peaceful place, at least we can make ourselves feel happier and peaceful. And that's the first start, the first step to, to all of it. It starts with us, and this is huge. Um, I, I know it sounds so crazy. I know people probably stopped listening when, towards the beginning when I started lifting off some of the different um, incense spells and combinations, but honestly, it is huge. And I I can't believe that we, it's not more talked about because, fuck man, you guys, the smell just has so much importance to us. All of our senses are really, really important and have a lot of power, but we just don't give them that power. We don't recognize the power that they carry. And ever since I started really messing with this and really focusing on it and realizing how important it really is, I have just felt so many different ways and emotions and really excited about this. And at work, I will uh, will burn different things in my little burner in the office. And you, you could smell it through the store. You could smell it in the back room. And I have straight up noticed a huge fucking difference in my staff and the way that they act the way that they carry themselves, the things that they do. And it's just amazing to see the difference, to see that 
subconsciously, they have just kind of fallen under my spell and not even realized it because they have no idea what I've done. And all I did was put a little scent magic into their workspace. Changed everything. I did also find that you cannot make a food smelling smells combination at work because it makes them tired. Um, I don't know why, but I found that my people get tired when you put a food smell. When you make oil blend that smells like food, they get tired. Which I guess makes sense because I associate it with being home and comfy and cozy and relaxed. So that makes sense, I guess. But I really think it's uh, a huge thing. I just want to share this with you guys because it's super big to me and I plan on doing a lot more work with this. I'm going to journal a lot of my um, experiments, see how they go, see which way uh, things kind of flow more with, and maybe I'll do like a little tiny follow-up, like a bonus episode following up on some of my experiments and see how they go, but I'm really excited for this because I think it's going to be a huge eye-opener for you guys. Just, I know you probably think I'm crazy, but just try it. Try make it a few combinations or even just one fucking smell you don't have to like mix things but just take a smell that makes you happy and when you're having a rough time put that oil on you or smell the oil or burn the incense whatever you whatever works best for you and then you tell me how it made you feel tell me if it worked for you tell me if it did not create a different atmospheric environment for you I'd almost bet my fucking check on it that it did. All right, let's wrap up with a few fun ones real quick. So, Dream Potion. I think this is really cool, and I might try this. Uh, Ten drops of jasmine oil, ten drops of nutmeg, and one or three drops of uh, clary sage. So, that big of amount, I would think, would be something you're going to use multiple times. And I guess you can just kind of adapt, like, maybe if you're going to use... Um, if you don't want as much, just use three drops of jasmine oil, three drops of nutmeg oil, and maybe one drop of the clary sage, or whatever you want to do. But try that, see how that works out for you. I would go with more of a, with me, again, I keep going back to uh, lavender, but I would go with probably a eucalyptus and a lavender to kind of help and add in like the jasmine maybe, kind of to help me sleep, calming feeling, but... Yeah, no, whatever you want to do. This one is an aphrodisiac oil. Ten drops of Lang Lang, two drops of cinnamon, five drops of sweet orange, three drops of jasmine, uh, ten drops of patchouli, ten drops of sandalwood, ten... Okay, ten more drops of Lang Lang. That's fucking weird. Oh... Huh. Oh, I see what they're saying. And then add oil. Okay. This is um, an oil to uh, rub on your partner. So they want you to add this to like an unscented oil or scented oil that you choose that all makes good with to have a little fun. I get what they're saying. Interesting, interesting. Hmm. But anyway, so those were uh, just some fun ones I want to throw in. I really think that uh, we can have a lot of really interesting, uh, sorry, I was reading some 
I got sidetracked for a second. I saw a word. I was like, what the fuck is that? And then it's just my ADHD slash dyslexia that was like, oh, no, never mind. That's how it was. Um, anyway, I really think that we can have a lot of fun with coming up with different experiments and seeing what different scents and smells trigger what emotions and feelings in us and kind of see how it affects others differently. Like what may get me energetic may make somebody else sleepy. What I feel as calming may get somebody else angry or I don't really see anybody get angry at smell, but you get what I'm saying. So I'm not done with this whole scent magic thing. I really think that uh, it has a place in our future somewhere. I just haven't figured out where yet, but I really feel like this is going to come back and really be something that we uh we continue on later so do me a favor please try some of the just try something try grabbing finding a scent that makes you happy take it with you and then when you're having a rough time use that scent whether it be an oil or an incense or whatever and see if it doesn't change your mood see if it doesn't change the way that you actor you perceive things or whatever and then in the group on facebook we will uh we'll wait a few days and then we will start like a little poll on there and have some discussion about uh how everything went and what everybody liked and didn't like or how it worked for them or whatever and maybe we will do a um, facebook live um coming up i want to try and do it next weekend maybe I'm trying to think what will be worst. As long as nobody calls in, I'm thinking maybe next Saturday night. Um, it'll be around, say, like 8 p.m. Eastern on Saturday the 20th. Um, yeah, today's the 19th. So whatever Saturday is, I think it's like the 20th. Uh, I don't fucking have to look. Anyway, we will... Uh, it's the 24th. Fifth, isn't it? Whatever Saturday is. I think it's 25th. Anyway, if everything works out, I'll post here in a couple days an exact time and date. We'd like to do like a Facebook Live where we all interact together. I'll show you guys some cool things. Oh, shit. Um, we'll just kind of do like a Q&A thing and just kind of have a little fun. So, I don't know. That's if everybody wants to. If not, it's really cool. I don't have to. So, please just do me a favor and try. Try that. Try find you know taking the scent that makes you happy with you, seeing how you feel about it, and then letting me know. And I cannot wait to hear your guys' results. Next week we are going to dive more into um, timing and um, some different elements that affect our our magic and our craft and the things that we do and how it can sway um, our spells or our rituals in one way or the other. And, comparison to doing it at a different time or place or different things with it so um, I know it's very vague but it's gonna be interesting so bless be I will talk to you guys later all right love you bye